everyone. This is Ekam Bhatti, co-founder of Entrepreneur.in, and today we have with us a really special guest. We have Vedant Lamba, founder of Main Street Marketplace, which is a marketplace for sneakers and, of course, streetwear based out in Bombay. And today we're going to be in conversation with him about all things business and culture. So stay tuned. Hi, Vedant. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Podcast. We're really happy to have you here. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing? I'm very well. Very well. So how's it going? It's a Friday morning. Thank you for being here. Um, how's your work day looking like? Pretty good. Uh, Fridays, uh, actually, I don't have a fixed uh, schedule based on days of the week. Right. Uh, we just started the store here in Bombay and it's running seven days a week. So Lovely. Uh, it's the same usually. Lovely. Lovely. Okay. I feel good. Uh, that's amazing. That's amazing. So Vedan, for our listeners, could you just take us to your background and just give us an introduction to the Main Street Marketplace? Uh, my background is um, um, I'm from Pune. Right. I, uh, that's, that's, most of, that's, that's, that's most of it. Main Street was a business we started, um, technically launched about a year ago. When right. We saw a gap in sneaker culture between India and the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very opportunity driven. We just saw that, okay, oh, like sneaker culture is huge around the world. It's not so big in India. There's space to do something. And from then on, we built and developed and reiterated to right. form the business model that is today. Uh, our goal was to grow sneaker culture in India as that's where we saw the opportunity. So there were two ways in which we chose to fill that gap. Mm-hmm. One in awareness and one in accessibility. So the business stood on two pillars, uh, under the, under the guise of awareness, we, uh, started main street TV, which is a content and media platform to drive and grow awareness for the culture and, uh, spread news information. Uh, you know, we have our own podcast series, we run a YouTube channel, we run a publication on a website, we do articles, interviews, et cetera, et cetera. And when it comes to accessibility, it was about bringing product to the market. Right. Uh, and we do that through the mainstream marketplace, which okay. is a consignment store and, uh, and a trading platform for sneakers okay. and other like hype clothing. Right, right, right. So Vedant, was this uh, interest of yours already innate, like while you were growing up? Was that, or is it something that you developed maybe later in your 20s or, you know, late teenage? So how, how, did, how did that work? Were you like um, hired as a kid? Oh, no, yeah. no, no, no. I wasn't big on sneakers up until 2017. That's when I found out about the scene. I'm still not like, I'm not a massive collector. It's, it's, right. it's bloody expensive. Right. <laughs> I love fashion. I love fashion. Yeah. Hmm. But like, I couldn't ever be like that. I want a pair of shoes. It's like 60,000 rupees. Uh, and not that like, you know, not taking care of my parents. They gave me everything I've asked for. But like, yeah. I just, you know, I was never, I just never saw that as appropriate. <laughs> I just didn't feel that all right. And, uh, but as soon as I found it as an, I, I found sneakers more as an opportunity. Right. So I got into it more for the business. Uh, and I, I do love it. I love it with all my heart. I love everything it stands for. I love yeah. how great it is for the environment, how sustainable it is. Mm. Um, yeah. This whole aftermarket, I think it's absolutely beautiful. 
and yeah to answer your question sorry i talked too much because, yeah i didn't i didn't i did not get into sneakers going on right 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 sneakers today are also seen as investment pieces you know people are also like buying um all these uh, air jordans and you know all these really really expensive sneakers and basically just investing in them you know uh, in terms of a long term um, kind of kind of way so what is your take on that like you said you know sneakers can be really expensive. um i make a living off of it so <laughs> i think it's i think it's great right. Uh, right i make a living off of doing it for myself and other people so i generally do agree i i completely and fully believe in the fact that right. sneakers are assets and uh, i trade sneakers like i would stocks in the stock market so i right. mean you're preaching right. to the choir yeah yes yes perfect perfect uh so i was just saying vedant you know internationally if you look at all these um conglomerates especially like louis vuitton and virgil abloh you know with uh, with with him being at the helm of uh, what's your take on you know people who've been in the streetwear subculture now you know taking over uh, the larger fashion houses of the world do you think this is a trend or do you think people are actually moving towards um you know a, a very a different culture very a different take on fashion with you know uh, these people coming on board like what is what's your take on that i mean fashion as a construct exists on the idea of trends fashion is runs in cycles right. currently street is what's trending but it also existed several years ago it's just moving back in cycles right. uh so yeah i think uh between virgil kim jones um uh Matthew Williams at Givenchy right. Uh, right I think they're all hot and but to answer your question fashion is not going to adapt to street forever it's going to be the thing for a while but we're already seeing uh trends moving towards uh stricter formal wear soon and i mean after the pandemic we're going to see massive changes in the world of fashion when it comes to sustainability and uh hmm. you know environmental impact and just things with when it comes to like being uh you know for the health of the industry in general is going to change we've seen fast fashion decline at an incredible pace and that's something i'm extremely glad about right because i'm really passionate about also the environment and that's one of the several reasons i'm so happy doing what i'm doing in right in running an aftermarket you know when we resell something that is even if it's new or used uh you know per yeah. unit of material that went into manufacturing said uh item gets valued that much more gets another lease of life right um to answer your question i don't think it's a fad per se it's just what fashion is right now and if you look back you know 2012 2013 2014 you could tell the same way now you can tell looking at trends that okay formal wear is going to be the thing right in a few years and that doesn't take away from any of this you know virgil will do formal wear and i'm sure he will do a good job of it you know what he's good at is his marketing and his collaborations and kim jones you know stand master right now with everything he's doing right. with dior and now fendi women's hopefully it's going to be beautiful absolutely absolutely uh so you know vedant coming back to the indian market uh, do you do you see any really interesting brands coming up who are doing streetwear or streetwear culture adapting to that sort of you know concept so um i i like my personal favorites are there's this brand called jay walking which we also featured on entrepreneur like i absolutely love the kind of stuff they're doing you know um is there something that really pops out for you in the indian market in terms of brands 
I mean, yeah, I absolutely love jaywalking. I've been, I've been, I've known, I've known Jay from I think one month into starting jaywalking. You know, he yeah. actually did a. We started our store together. He did a pop up here with us for the first right. like two weeks. Lovely. Uh, he in the first in the first three weeks of my store being open, he spent more time here than I did because <laughs> I was still in Pune. Uh, and I think like Jay, there are several others who are doing an incredible job. Uh, there's a bunch of brands, there's people, and I mean more than the brands, it's the people that drive them. And so it's people that are incredible, and you know, it's, it's it's we're building like a community here in India for itself, for young uh, designers and entrepreneurs who are you know just doing what it takes to make it happen. Right. And there's brands like there's brands like Almost Gods. Um, there's like you know, I love Jaywalking. I love Almost Gods. Six Five Six Amber and Avni are doing a great job. Yeah. Uh, and there's a bunch more. They're all killing it, and I'm just excited to see what happens. That's right. that's my favorite part to just see the story play out is, and I think it's it's a little hard to tell right now. It's more mm. about what what happens five years from now and what what these build into. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so you know, Vedant, uh, if if we just come back to the the streetwear subculture or the culture, like it's also a lifestyle, right? It's 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 the way you carry yourself. It's it's the kind of, um, you know, content you consume. It's the kind of music you listen to. It's the feeling. Right at the end yeah. of the day. Um, so, what is it for you? What is streetwear for you? Like, is it just being free? Is it just being like a maverick? Is it just being somebody who calls his own shots? Like, what is what is streetwear personally to you? Streetwear. <laughs> streetwear comes a lot from reappropriation. Right. Uh, when you take. You know, a shoe that's meant for skateboarding, but you're wearing it to hang out. It's supposed to be comfortable in it. You feel like you're a part of that community. Right. Um, I think it's a lot to do with reappropriation. Like I recently started playing basketball, and now I've been like I got, I got a pair of basketball shoes, I got a pair of Kobe's, and I just like I feel so much more comfy in it because um, of I know what I'm, or what's on my feet, and the story is what makes me happy. You know, very often I wear some really horrid sneakers that I get made fun of. Uh, and you know, it's not like they're popular or hype, or they have a great story. But like, uh, a specific shoe has—it means something to me. Hmm. You know, even yeah. if it has something to do with the fact that oh, it's so disgustingly beaten up and it's so hmm. ugly. It's, but it's 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 something to me. And I think streetwear is more of feeling more comfortable in your identity, right. more of doing something that makes you happy. That's why you yeah. see so many variations of it. You can't you can't box it. Mm-hmm. Lovely, lovely. I love that answer. Love it. All right. Um, so going on to maybe, you know, international brands, what are the two international brands you would love to have at Main Street or collaborate with and why? Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't really do retail. <laughs> so every okay. brand that we want at the store, we get at the store. It's not an issue like that. But I love what Alik Studio is doing right now, 1017 right. Alik Studio, helmed by uh, Matthew Williams, who was just appointed creative director at Givenchy. Yes. It's huge news. Also joining us here, Mitch. Yes. I, love, so I, love, I love Matthew Williams. I'd love to uh, do something with him. I also love everything that Kim Jones does under Dior. And uh, he's, he's super dope. So I think that yeah, Dior and uh, Alik for now. I, was, I love Vetmore. Vetmo was one of my favorite brands for the longest time. Yes. Uh, under Demna. Vetmo, Balenciaga, 
I love the kind of stuff. I just love stuff that's like super whack. Yeah. I don't know. I find some sort of maybe it's an attention thing. I don't know. <laughs> uh, maybe I'm just extremely attention hungry, but I love this shit. Right, right, right. Great, great, great. Okay. Um. So just moving on to the last part of our podcast. Uh, any advice to sneaker collectors? We know that you're not a major sneaker collector, but of course you run, you know, a marketplace like mainstream. Uh, so, any advice to younger, you know, these younger uh, kids who are just dying to buy the new Air Jordans or dying to buy the new um, Yeezys? You know, any advice to them? Maybe like how they can collect or how you know how much, how many sneakers should they be having? <laughs> you can't can't put a number on this, man. Right. Uh, I'm, I don't think I'm anybody to be giving them any advice. Okay. But uh, I I just say like you know make it make it financially feasible. I mean, whether that means, you know, if your parents are okay to pay for it, that's great. Mm. If not, don't, uh, you know, you shouldn't be down about not being able to afford them. Just go fuck and make the money, man. Right. You'll enjoy them that much more. Absolutely. Uh, I think that's, uh, Okay, great. That's about um, all I can The last question of our podcast, uh, what is your advice to young entrepreneurs who want to get into the subculture in India? Maybe like starting... Um, you know, an accessories business or just starting a sneaker business or just starting a clothing label, which is, which comes under the, you know, streetwear umbrella. So what is your advice to these people in terms of going forward with this trend, which is so new right now? I mean, it's been here for a while, but it's just picked up in the last yeah. five years, you know, uh, do you think yeah. it's long term? It's, it's good. It's a good investment in the long term. Or should they be looking at something else or should they just go into it, you know, with all their money? So what is your advice for them? Uh, no business is what it is as with everything in life it is what you make it right uh similarly when it comes to the world of fashion very often people uh are very are very hard on what what it is for what it is as in what their product is for what it is and they think oh. that you know the conversion sales etc depending on what it is right but um as in all things in the world of business distribution is key it's more important to create customers reiterate your product and build more customers and sell brand can be built later i think there's something that gets missed out a lot is the value of uh sales at the end of the day everybody's running a business your goal is to make money for making money you can build a brand later so distribution is something that i see get overlooked a lot and i feel like i i'm naturally guilty of the same at the start of you know when we started Right. Um, you know, we have ego hassles with being perfect and making the perfect product and the perfect mm-hmm. brand and the perfect creative. Mm-hmm. But growth comes from reiteration, not not further development internally. The value in two perspectives as compared to one is exponentially greater. It's not just double. So I think what people forget is that it's so much more important to put product whether product, content, whatever you're doing, it's, it's a lot more important to be putting things out. Hmm. Uh, and that is your feedback loop. The shorter you make your feedback loop, the faster you grow. Right. You put product out, you hear what people are saying, you grow it better. You build customers, make money, build more customers, make more money, build more customers, make more money, you have customers and you can start building a brand, make it stronger and then do whatever the hell you want. Once you make money, you can do what you want. Right, right, right. It's more important to build distribution. And this applies... A no advice in the world can apply generally, but in a lot of specific contexts, especially in the world of 
fashion and business, hmm. you know, where they intersect. I feel like this is a common problem. Right. I was just going to say that actually this is also valid for anybody running a business at the end of the day. You know, it's really, yeah. really valid. And, uh, most, most people, most, most yeah. people. Right. Um, right. A lot of things like um, a, lot of, a lot of businesses are built on, you know, making losses and building value. That's a whole separate entity. That's just the idea is that if you take all the advice in the world, it'll all cancel itself out. No advice is applicable generally. Right. All advice can be applicable specifically. So you've got to figure out what advice works for you and pick it accordingly. Absolutely. I agree with you. All right. Thank you so much, Vedant, for being here. I think we'll have some absolutely incredible insights from you today about running a business, subculture, and of course, you know, the future of streetwear as well. Um, so anybody listening to this podcast, please go check out the Main Street Marketplace. Vedant, can you also tell us where your store is located in Bombay? We're in Bandra, on Perry Cross Road. Lovely, lovely. So everybody just go check out the store, check out the website and check out the Instagram page. It's absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much, Vedant. Again, anything you would like to add before we end the podcast today? Hi, nothing at all. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure speaking with you. All right, all right, great. Thank you so much, Vedant. Let's, let's hopefully we do some more collabs over the next few months and hope to see you soon. All right. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye.